Firstly, I have to ask you one question, Tim. I think this is the most mm-hmm. important question of the episode. Okay. I think that was actually him doing the hula hooping skills because, wow, he's amazing. Hey, what's up, nerdies? Welcome to Crossover Reviews, a nerdy bunch cross nerdy sports podcast where we discuss scripted and non scripted content set in the world of sports. My name's English Dave, and helping me have a great night out to figure out my problems is my main man, Tim. What's up, Tim? Let's do this. What's up, Dave? <laughs> what's up? Um, I was reading the other day that uh, in the interview with, uh, mm-hmm. is it Brendan Gleason? Is that his last name? What's his last name? The writer. I'm not sure. Beard. Oh. Coach Beard. Oh, I missed that last time. It was uh, Brendan. Brendan Hunt. Yeah, Brendan, Brendan Hunt. Hunt. Why did I say Gleason? Brendan Hunt. Mm. Yes. Um, I hate Brendan. Um, uh, he wrote this episode. And 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 um, we spoke about uh, a, a couple of things we spoke about in past podcasts mm-hmm. that this podcast, in this episode, kind of fills in for us, which I think is great. I think okay. Is, I think it's awesome. Uh, in okay. terms of, we'll go into in terms of, uh, 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 um, what's it called? Paying attention to the fans, getting yeah. a, a narrative with them, you know, a narrative with te- with 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 with, uh, with 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 Beard's life. But yeah, I was reading about what I was reading something specific about the about the show is that originally I think there was a set number for the season. Then Apple asked them to do two more episodes, uh. and that's where we. That's why we had the Christmas episode in this episode. That's why you have those, those episodes that kind of like they're their own in, set in their own world episodes kind of thing, like standalone mm-hmm. episodes that don't mm-hmm. really touch on everything else, but have like one focus. And I kind of felt that with, with, with the Christmas episode and this episode, it makes sense. Not necessarily it's a bad thing, but it kind of, it kind of makes sense why, where those episodes fit in just after finding that information. But yeah, let's talk about this episode. Um, overall thoughts without going to specifics, overall mm-hmm. thoughts on this episode, again, focusing on Beard. At the end of the episode, how did this episode make you feel? Um, just as you mentioned, a filler, it completely felt like a filler episode. Yes. They just got their ass beat by Man City. Just like my Tottenham Hotspur, just like my Philadelphia Eagles today. It's been a wonderful sports morning for me on this Sunday, but so I can understand the, uh, grief of the fans and all of a sudden they have like one of the greatest moments you could have as a fan getting like an inside access to partying with a coach mm-hmm. getting to go into an awesome club or a secret underground exclusive bar, club exclusive club exactly. share couldn't get in and then they're on the pitch of their team richmond like it's perfect what a day for them mm-hmm. and they had a limo and they right. won money um you know great day for them great they day gained for the confidence fans. a wild day for coach beard right but for me it was by far the worst episode of the series definitely interesting came from the best episode i've ever seen from ted lasso Mm -hmm. and then boom like this was such a filler such a waste like i wore the amsterdam shirt to kind of feel the vibe of like what's going on it was more like it was just like here's a party night here's this night out with coach beard we understand (laughs) his 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 perspective a little bit more but how do you feel obviously you felt there was a deeper Um, meaning I this. think this is the I think this is the first time we're gonna have a difference of opinion, which I think is from really, it. which is great. Um, mm-hmm. I think for me, this episode is actually one of my favorites. Um, also, what? this yes, I it's up there with my favorites. Um, this this episode also, I think it, you can clearly tell it's done by a cinephile, which Brendan Hunt is a 
is a proclaimed okay. cinephile. Uh, just the way it's shot. I was, I was, I was talking to my, um, I was talking to my wife about it, and mm-hmm. um, I was saying to her that some of the shots remind me of like an uh, 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 Edgar Wright film. You know, Edgar Wright does a lot of the, uh, uh, um, what's it called? Films like um, Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, and that kind of stuff. Those kind of British films. And that kind of certain style of even Guy Ritchie, you know, when the fight scene at the end, it is some kind of Guy Ritchie kind of uh, scenes. And even the way the, thing, the, 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 the cinematography of the episodes, when mm-hmm. he goes into the, the TV room, and the way it's lit and everything like that, it was very cinematic in, in its nature. And even the title, uh, uh, um, what's it called? Um Beard After Hours. Even even the title Beard After Hours, it's in itself is actually a callback to a uh, Martin Scorsese film called After mm-hmm. Hours, which kind of has a similar uh, 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 journey for a character. And and so kind of playing onto, onto that itself. And even like uh, um, Henri's and, and Gary Lineker, actually, uh, the two guys, Thierry Henri and Gary Lineker, uh, a, a huge ex-football players in 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 in, in uh british football who'd gone oh, on yeah. to do other things so for the fact i'm just saying for fans you know ted lass is one of those shows that has a lot of fans that actually don't know football and so actually mm-hmm. one of the great things about the show is that you don't need to know football or british football to 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 understand it so like cameos like that i love them because like if you know you get it and if you don't it's still it doesn't take anything away from you which is a great mm-hmm. way that the show uses uh cameos by famous people um but i think this episode for me one it doesn't tell us a lot about who uh, a beard is but at the same time it does because I, I like the kind of it's almost like this kind of psychological trip and journey almost like even like something like eyes wide shut with tom cruise like these kind of weird trippy more psychological movies where we're taking down this character journey to learn about him and the way i see beard by the end of it he's this person and it's in a weird kind of way that I think he's overly dependent on loving someone more than oh, loving yeah. him, more than loving himself. And, and, and he needs like, cause you know, cause this episode, what I like about it also is the way it plays out with his relationship with Jane, because mm-hmm. the way it plays out, it's at some points you're like, maybe she is good for him. You know, like he loves her, but it's like, no, but she's not, you know, cause he, the way the things that Higgins has kind of warned him of before, these are things. So it, in my mind, it plays out more that, he's so focused of trying to find the love of somebody else. And he's, mm-hmm. that's what he, he can't, he can't be complete until he can have that love for someone else. And, and what does that mean about other things of his life? Cause he's thrown little things like about, you know, his mom, she's full blown QAnon, you know, like, I don't think that was a joke, you know, like, what does that mean about his upbringing? Did he not get certain love from his mother? How did he and Ted become friends? Did Ted, was Ted there for him for certain things? What the hell is his name? Did you realize this episode, we didn't actually know his name? Chris Beard, that's yeah. his name. Like, just yeah, but what's his name? His his name. name. <laughs> I don't know. And so that's what I'm saying. So this episode was about four characters. Yeah. The three guys at the pub and Coach Beard. Like, all right, Jane too, but it's really about Coach Beard. Yeah, yeah. So this is Beard's episode. I, I look back. I even rewatched them. Like, I don't know any of their names. I don't know, you know, the fat black guy's name, the little scrawny, like, white kid's name. I don't I don't know any of the guys at the pub. Um, well, you know, know May, they say her name a lot. Sure. Yeah. yeah. No, she's awesome. She had a couple of good lines, of course. And I loved how everybody was constantly like berating him about how awful the match was. And even that guy, he's like the, the big ogre at the end. He's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I clearly doesn't care much about football, but he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't care much about it, but damn, that was damn. rough to watch even for me. <laughs> so like, it, yeah, it was kind of cool, but it really didn't tie into anything. Yeah. And, it didn't help me understand more about like, yeah, 
is Jane good for him? Is Jane not good for him? All I know is he's incredibly dependent on like, okay, I said, I love you. You didn't until I didn't respond because my phone was lost. And this ogre was trying to give me my phone back. But and is all it... of a sudden I have 52 missed texts, 72 missed calls. <laughs> and of course, the second he puts, uh, you know, puts the call into Jane, boom, phone dies. Uh, but, but maybe that's the know, universe telling him you shouldn't be with her. He's trying to fight to be okay. the, you know, the universe yeah. is like, no, is. putting all these obstructions so, in the way. Right. I have one question. Um, yeah. The keys, obviously, was a big like joke mm -hmm. or maybe a subtle meaning to it. Mm -hmm. He lost the keys three times. Mm -hmm. And then the, finally he gets into the apartment and boom, his key didn't work. Maybe he was too drunk and he forced it too much. Mm -hmm. And then even that big ogre guy. The only reason he called uh, Mary, the woman with the red dress, was because he didn't have his keys. So mm -hmm. I feel like keys or it, keys are always that thing. Like right now, we check like phone, raw keys, mask, because COVID and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So it's like, all right, this is what we got. We need everything. So obviously, your keys are always something you're constantly like making sure you have. I don't want to be locked out of my apartment. It just creates a hassle. Mm -hmm. um, and then I couldn't imagine having like this big dangly key uh, like Coach Beard has. Like, mm -hmm. And then everybody brings the key back to him. Like he's constantly uh, losing himself. Yeah. And like all of a sudden, like oh, the best decision maybe would have been if he were to go to Jane right away. Mm -hmm. Because then he wouldn't get into all mess. He wouldn't get in a fight with uh, Jamie Tart's father. He wouldn't, you know, have such a wild night. But maybe that was important for him. But, and at the end of the day, just like Ted Lasso said, he is reliable. And he came there. He got the three coffees for all the guys. And like business as usual. They're right in the office again, reviewing the game. Ted has a little joke like, let's 10x speed this match because honestly, we're not going to learn much from it. But uh, what do you have to say? No, I was going to say, you, you mentioned about, you know, what he should have done. And I mm -hmm. think that's also part of the episode, right? It's, you have, you had like his hallucination of Thierry Henry even saying some of the stuff like that. He's like, he'd rather, he'd rather get beat up. You came out here looking for this fight. You wanted to get beat up. You'd rather that than get the love and affection of people who love you, who actually love you. You know, so every time like he's pushing away from that and you can even look mm -hmm. at the keys as symbolism of that. He's trying to throw away these things. And it keeps coming back to him. People keep bringing it to him like, hey, no, we can help you. We can help you. We can help you. And he's kind of pushing that away in certain places. He doesn't want to talk about about certain things. He doesn't want to admit his hurt, even even to the point where he says to the guys at the bar, I don't, I'll talk about anything except for the game. You know, that's, that affected him too. It's not just yeah. the relationship with, 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 with uh, Jane. It's the fact that how this game is played. You know, he... Even Thierry only says it, you know, you you, you step, you haven't stepped up as a, as the assistant coach. You kind of just coasted in that, in that. And I think there's a lot of psychological things happening there when you kind of mirror it what's, with what's going on with Nate, right? Nate comes in and he completely changes because they're a very offensive team. And he's like, okay, play defense, blah, blah. And, and Beard says nothing. You know, so it's almost like he's telling himself, oh, I should have said something. I should have acted. I should have, what was my part to play in all of this? I didn't act. I didn't do anything. And then Henri's yeah. calling him out on that. That's why he's like, shut up, Henri. You know, so, so he's punishing himself on, on multiple levels. And anytime he, he has a moment of having fun with people, like, like, like the guys at the bar, he's like, he walks off. You know, he kind of leaves them there. I, and what, what I like about this episode is that it's set up as if we're going to see a whole night of them just partying together. Yeah. But then it's, you know, you think the whole episode is going to be them in different places, partying together, especially after the, the, the <laughs> his Irish accent is amazing. I'll give him that. Absolutely great. I'm not Irish, so maybe there's some flaws mm -hmm. that I miss. But as someone who grew up in, 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 in England, 
and and mm-hmm. and and been around a lot of Irish people, I would have believed he was actually Irish. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now that's he a funny that. scene. Yeah, he, he sold that. The, and because he, the life lesson of you know the subtle life lesson was like, listen more than you speak. I love you that know, the line. Fact that, the love fact that the fact that he dated this woman from Oxford, this professor from Oxford. All of a sudden, he could like encapsulate her life mm-hmm. and be like yeah this is where i grew up and uh, this is where i live this is my apartment because mm-hmm. he knew that one night maybe he woke up at 8 30 to the bells singing or whatever it was like mm-hmm. he knew those subtle details to actually like you know bring the lie to real life mm-hmm. like I, I i i was cool with that I and there that. was I, I could understand from a cinematography perspective, understanding like your mind and how everything, you know, flows through your mind. But they just, it, it literally felt like, oh, we just needed to go from 10 episodes to 12 episodes, just as you mentioned. It was such a filler that didn't really connect us to anything. It didn't teach us anything more about like, okay, we know a little bit more about Coach Beard. But, like, you always gave this show so much credit for not dragging along certain narratives and, like, not spending so much time on certain things. And I feel like that's all this episode was, was dragging along, like, yes, there's Coach Beard. All of a sudden, he gets dragged away from this woman, Mary, in the red dress. And I think, like, oh, maybe he's going to cheat on her. But and it was always like trying to trick you to make you think something was going to happen that didn't happen. And here's this woman that just collects pants, trousers for a living. Like that's what she does. She's just like, all right, I have fun with people and I keep their pants. And of course, I have a little sewing machine in my apartment. And then her boy calls her. It's like, yeah, they're about to have a kid. And the joke was, do not answer. Like, oh yeah, that's just a joke. That here's this ogre of a man that comes in and wants to destroy Coach Beard. But no, he doesn't want to destroy him. He just wants to give him his wallet and his keys and his um, you know, phone back. And it's like, I don't know. I'm ready for the next. I, I, I know there's three more episodes left. Um, and I was hoping, I don't know. We, we, we just came off this great episode. So I was hoping for a little bit more of a understanding of, like, it was literally just about Coach Beard. It was just about him. Like, I mean, I, thought, usually, I, mean, I, I expected that from yeah. the title, though. I did expect. Uh, sure. But they usually they usually help us understand more about other characters throughout. There's never really been one episode that's so dominant on one character. I, I will say, but then I will say a couple of things. I think mm-hmm. I think it's going to be an episode that in hindsight of future episodes, we're, we're going to realize actually gave us more information than you're alluding to. Because uh, like I said, one, we get to know, we get to spend a lot of time with the fans. This is the longest we spent with the actual fans in terms of getting to getting. We don't get to know them intimately, but they, they get a lot of screen time here, and I think that's going to add to more. Um, I also think um, this beards. There's a there's an underlining storyline for beard that's building up here, and I think this is going to inform a lot. And I and also you know what you said about about uh, uh, you thought it was going to go one way with with the woman and it went a different way. That's also mm-hmm. been a positive thing we've said about the show though in terms of. It zigs when we think it's going to zag. Everything we think it's going to do, it goes in a different direction from expectations. And I appreciate it for that. And finally, I think, again, this is the cinema file in me. A lot of this episode is a blurred line between what's going on in his head and what's happening in real life. And it's like trying to figure out what's actually happening. Like, was that big guy actually chasing him to beat him up? Or was it the reality of the guy was like, no, you left the thing. I left it here. So it's like that moment when Ted is, when Beard is running away. He's he in his mind. He's created this guy's coming to beat me up. 
But what if the guy was actually saying, hey, you left your wallet for what? But he's not hearing all of that. Because I think this episode blurs those lines, you know, like, again, hearing Terry Henry on the, on the mm-hmm. screen talking to him. Where does that line? I think there's a lot of that happening. And, and it's again, it, that's why I mentioned at the beginning of the episode Fight Club as well, because that's a great example of a film where it's like the blurred lines of what's happening in the character's mind and what you know, what's actually happening in reality. You know, it's how they are seeing it, not necessarily what's actually happening. Uh, and, and, and that's where the kind of, you can tell that uh, uh, he's like a cinema film fan in terms of presenting it in that kind of way. Um, and that's kind of why I like the episode, because I think it's, it's one of those episodes that I feel, again, I think, I could be wrong, but I think in hindsight, as you look back on it, more and more and think on it more from a psychological angle and that's i think that's where ted lasso plays hard in, in psychological angle because in, in this whole season you know with susan this is kind of almost like his version of therapy of what he thinks his therapy is again it's not that he's doing the right thing or wrong thing because even Henri calls him out on it you'd rather be beaten up he wanted to be beaten up he could have ended the fight at any point but he kept on egging on egging on egging on to get beaten up the only thing, the only fight he didn't push with the big guy because he knew his ass was going to get beat <laughs> to death. <laughs> so, so I think, I think there's a there's a darkness in Beard. There's a reason why he's always quiet. There's, we've been given little tidbits, you know, in his 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 history, his family life. Like, get his mom's a full bone QAnon. You know, maybe Ted helped him through some dark times. You know, we never quite know why fully why uh, 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 he's following Ted like this all the way to London. Yeah. right it's like yeah. you know yeah. like so it's like how de- again i think that all plays into his need i think he needs somebody to love and love him back he needs that he can't love himself without that so that's ted mm-hmm. ted is filling that friendship gap you know maybe there's some gaps that his mother and his family i don't know his relationship with his dad is not mentioned but maybe there's something there that now it's triggered with jane you know because this seems this is like almost the, the the definition of a toxic relationship where he feels he can only be happy if she loves him back you know, like the way he got excited when she sent the message, like, ah, oh, you want to respond? Like, it's almost, and then if she doesn't give him attention or love, he just breaks down completely. And then how that's affecting on, the, on, on, you know, what's great about the show, it showcases how people always say, keep your work and personal life separate. It's hard because Mm-mm. it blends, you know, like his, his relationship with her is affecting him as a coach because he's not stepping up. You know, so that's and then his team is lost, and on a subconscious level, he's now blaming himself via Terry Henry. That's why he's always telling him to shut up because he doesn't hear it. You know, that's it. and that's why I think it's even when he goes to church, right? That's almost like his confessional. You know, he's talking, then that's where he kind of releases and then kind of. Le- Firstly, I have to ask you one question, Tim. I think this is the most mm-hmm. important question of the episode. Okay. Do you think that was actually him doing the hula hooping skills? Because wow, he's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> i mean why not uh, probably not probably not i mean a guy like that it looks like, like him i mean it honestly is yeah, great visual effects looks like him. <laughs> i didn't i did not feel like there was a stunt double no uh, I, I feel like at all no. i feel like he has hula hooping skills because he wrote the episode he's like no one episode i'm gonna sh- have an excuse <laughs> yeah show my hidden talent somehow i mean if I'm writing the episode, yeah, why not? I, I star in it. I write it. I'm the producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to be honest, <laughs> 20 episodes in, and he happens to be like one of the writers, one of the lead characters, and we really never really got a chance to know more about him. Mm-hmm. It's important for us to know more about the character, especially if this is going to go on three, four, five seasons. Mm-hmm. We need to know more about Coach Beard and empathize with him more. Um, but I just definitely wasn't expecting anything yeah. like this. And it felt very different. Mm-hmm. It felt almost like this, like, uh, just like you're saying, like Fight Club. But mm-hmm. it wasn't 
this is not that type of show, but no. whatever. A standalone episode to make that happen. That's that's okay. Like I said, I think I think a lot of these, not just this episode, but a lot of these episodes, even though yes, this feels different. I think there's a root connection that connects them all. And I think a lot of that is like therapy. Psycho- how yeah. these people are affected on the psychological level, right? How these the sports affect because ev- everyone's gone through that kind of psychological narrative on some level, or something, and having to deal with that. How do they deal with that? And this is how he deals with it. He, you know, even last week's episode, the way it ends and how this one opens, I love that kind of connection where you know he doesn't want to hang out with anyone, but he reaches out to Ted. You know, he has specific people mm-hmm. in his life, but Ted is like, no, nah, blah blah blah. And then Jane, he doesn't want to really be with Jane right now, so it's like that kind of mix. Um, Speaking of film stuff, they did a really good job of some of the edits. Really cool edits. There's a, the sequence where he's at the house after he gets mad at Terry Henry before he goes to the bar. He takes a drink and it puts the drink down. Boom, we're at the bar. Great. Or even when he's talking to the guys at first and one of the guys asks him, how do you cope knowing the universe is infinite, but your consciousness could end in seconds? <laughs> and he's like, here are my thoughts on the fragility of life. He takes the drink puts it down and he finishes the sentence so you get the sense that time has passed it's done yeah. really well i, I love yeah. this kind of stuff and it's done throughout the episode i was like i like i like this i like this and there was like 20 beers right in front of them right like right exactly empty, pitcher, empty glasses mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Or, or when the guys are playing cool. pool cool. when they're playing pool right he goes to take the first shot but then he hits and it's the last shot it transitions to the last one it's like the end of the game i was like oh that i like that i like that um i'm gonna throw you some moments see what you thought that I, that stood out to me I think this was just made for you as a film oh, nerd. Hell like, yes. you know, that's, that's, 100% that's what this admit episode that. about. It wasn't about like last episode, you were a little disappointed halfway through because you're like, hey, like, is this going to like go to something? And like, I was just, I'm always ready. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll wait for the end of it mm-hmm. to fully judge it. But like this one, I felt the same way as you did last episode. It was kind of like, all right, where are we going with this? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's kind of cool. But like, what? the story like are we gonna learn more about coach beard is jane good for him is jane not good for him and i don't know we really didn't learn too much about it we only learned like yes okay here's ted a guy that constantly gives love and affection to everybody and maybe coach beard's a guy that needs that because he never got that from his mother yeah. as you mentioned and jane didn't give that to him so he's always confused he's like how does she feel about me what's yeah. happening like he even confesses to the bartender uh, meg right meg. me me may may she uh she was like just telling him everything he didn't want to hear and i was like i I don't want to talk about the game it's like yeah but how could you let that little boy like (laughs) she can't hold it in (laughs) i love that true fan she's got a tattoo on her ass right right (laughs) (laughs) and what was it i forget the guy's name she went on a date she's like this guy oh richard <laughs> she's like the last day I went, he kept correcting me, and he's like, and I love that custom. Richard is like, actually, it was two dates. <laughs> he's like, coffee counts as a date. <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, I, I feel like both people have to agree to what a date is, and then I guess, I guess that yeah. counts. Yeah. Well, I know you. It's been a long time since you went on your first date, but right. <laughs> As a guy who's uh, recently single, definitely uh, coffee. You get to know somebody. Yeah. It's definitely a date. <laughs> um, I like that Thierry Henry can get food at a bar that doesn't normally se- uh, serve food. She's like, mm-hmm. Gary Lineker's like, I didn't know they serve food here. I was like, for me, they do. <laughs> I like that little touch. Uh, what are the lines? I like. Uh, I have read some lines that I liked. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, actually, I was going to say, actually, you know, talking about, you know, saying from last week's episode to this week's episode, I actually think in some places actually there's actually sometimes it's good to have like a, a, a 
a cushion, right? When something mm. explosive happens, like last week, big things happened in terms of um, um, the team losing the match and everything that happened there and what's happening with, with Sam and Rebecca, their relationship kind of starting somehow. Having an episode next that also hits you with big things sometimes can take away from the previous episode. So it's almost kind mm-hmm. of like, okay, once we're this high, let's come down a little bit to ease things up a bit. Kind of like a semi, get back to normal again. You know, so that way those sure. episodes that, that that are bigger than the, the others still continue to stand out. You know, if you kick, if all of them are big, 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 they kind of lose uh, the impact. A the bit. Luster, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like something like that kind of loss will linger for a bit. It lingers on mm-hmm. you. It draws on you. Like this whole episode is one long night. That, And I love that, you know, the end with Ted when he says, you know, these things happen every once in a blue moon. And I love that because we kept on getting the shots of the blue moon throughout the whole episode. That's it opens nice, with yeah. a blue moon. And I love that. So mm-hmm. it's like these things happen as well. And it's almost like, in a way, it's almost like a meta narrative at saying, yes, an episode like this happens every blue moon. It's, it's, it's got nothing to do with anything. As, it's not as much as to do with everything, but it has its own merit and its own need. But it happens only once in the blue moon. Because, you know, they did. Yeah. In fact, it can almost look at it as when Ted was like, we got to rewatch that game. And everyone's like, I don't want to do that. We should, but I don't want to. It's like, yeah, but we have to. You know, so it's almost like this is the episode that you have to get through, you know, as well. Because you have to get through these things to get to the other side to be better. So it's like you must almost look at it that way. But what did you nerdies think about this uh, episode? Uh, are you cinephiles who loved it? Or did you find it, uh, an episode that kind of dragged? Let us know. We love all kinds of opinions. That's the point of having these discussions. Let us know. Find us on uh, social media at the Nerdy Bunch or at Nerdy Sports. Anything else, Tim, before we go? No, no. That's it, man. Okay. Uh, I just hope that, you know, we are going to get to something else like mm-hmm. very more serious just as you mentioned like yeah maybe it's necessary because mm-hmm. we just came from this episode it was so jam-packed so filled we don't want to take away from that mm-hmm. but if you it, it this was just the cinematography was perfect for this the plot was kind of unnecessary in my opinion mm-hmm. but we'll learn a few things i get it it's it's necessary but I'm just, I'm really looking forward to what happens with the rest of this team. And if they're, I'm, I'm ready. Let's go back to the Premier League. Like, <laughs> it's going to happen. I know it is. But on that note, my name is English Dave. This is Tim. And as always, Tim. Keep it nerdy. Keep it nerdy, nerds. Peace.